Facebook Live, Alia. I'm Retronomic, looking for new games that bring retro back from the dead. And this, this is Retrograde, where we look at lists, countdowns, and count-ups. And today we're going to be looking at the top five screwed-up games. Yes, I know, it's weird. What are you talking about, Retro? I'm talking about games that are a little bit uh, messed up, up to its narrative, or, uh, you know, it's just got some really gross jokes, or even just something that comes out of nowhere, left field kind of scary stuff, you know? So I know there's a lot of scary games like that, but this is not this that type of list. So let's uh, get into that. Number five is number five is Sui Arts, Dentures and Demons. It's spelled S-U-I and then space arts. Um, so I'm guessing that's how it's uh, pronounced, but yeah, Dentures and Demons, uh, it's a series. There's two of them in the series so far. And it's kind of like a South Park video game almost. There's lots of raunchy comedy. It's a whole bunch of kids inside of a haunted house uh, that you know has ritualistic demon stuff going on, and they're sort of like you know almost like Ghostbusters almost. It's an adventure game, but you don't play it like Ghostbusters. It's just a, an adventure type of game where you go around, uh, check out the house, trying not to get caught, getting items to open up different doors or or anything else, unlock things. Um, so yeah, it's basically an adventure game, it's side-scrolling, and it's actually pretty well done in that respect. I actually really like the gameplay as well as the graphics. They're pixelated graphics, and it actually uh, looks pretty amazing as well as, even though it's still, uh, I guess, less uh, refined, it still looks really good. Um, but as for the comedy, there are some funny jokes. I'm just not that into that kind of raunchy comedy. I do appreciate raunchy comedy. I think it's funny. Um, but when it goes to a certain point, I'm like, okay, that's just gross now. I don't find it funny. I find it just gross out kind of humor. Um, not to take away from the game. It's actually, I mean, it did well enough to get a sequel. So, you know, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for uh, Sui Arts and their uh, success. Um, but moving on to number four is Odin Cat. This is a developer that has a whole bunch of games under his belt and most of them are really great but also at the same time most of them move slow as molasses. I mean you have to be a fan in order to uh, deal with all the waiting you do. He has uh, fade outs that are really slow, then load screens that are really slow, and then fade ins that are really slow and then you start finally getting to play and that's if you don't have to skip a whole bunch of dialogue by pushing the button a whole bunch to get past it. Um, they're very story-driven, and they're really interesting and amazing in it, and uh, they actually do have some good gameplay styles in it. Um, the graphics look great. They're kind of anime pixelated, and it looks amazing, but the only thing is, uh, yeah, there's those fade-ins, fade-outs, and the load times and all that, and it can take so long that you just don't think it's worth it. So the game I chose for that is Bluebird of Happiness. That one's a short game. It's to the point. Um, the weird and screwed up part isn't like the first one with uh, Dentures and Demons. That one's got a lot of raunchy, screwed up kind of humor. It's kids that are saying some pretty screwed up, gross stuff. Um, as for this one, it's more that it deals with kind of heavy subjects. Um, but Bluebird of Happiness actually is a short but sweet one and it does not have a sweet ending. It's it's pretty screwed up at the end, and you're playing a kid in this too. So uh, it's pretty interesting, very cool. It has, I think, multiple endings, but I think both endings were bad endings. There's also, uh, like, Clock of Atonement, 
and uh, there's Mouse Busters, which is like Ghostbusters. I don't know why I keep mentioning Ghostbusters, dang it. <laughs> and uh, a lot of other games under his belt, but I'd say probably that's the best one to check out first. Feel yourself out with it. And uh, if you enjoy the, that game, then maybe you'll want to try out the rest, you know? And uh, so moving on to number three. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce this. I think it's 031 Kinetics, but the 03 and 1 are all one word. Um, then Space Kinetics. It's 03-O-N-E. So I don't know. It might have been kind of like a play on Ozone. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, it's uh, they're a great... Uh, developer. I've been a fan of theirs for a while. They don't always do the best when it comes to the controls. They sometimes don't work that well, um, but the look of it is always really great. In fact, it's even better than you'll think. You know, you start out playing the game and you think, oh, okay, this is really cool looking. It's pixelated. It's got a lot of detail and stuff like that, but then it takes that uh, screwed up twist and uh, sort of takes you to a really scary area that had nothing to do with the game. It's sort of out of left field. You're like, what the heck? Why am I here right now? What the heck's going on with this story, you know? And uh, I, I still haven't gotten any res resolution on that, sadly. But uh, for his games, I would say there's uh, Into the Abyss and Access Code Heaven or Access, Access Code Zero. Um, the Zero, I think he put out recently, and it's uh, a little, I think it's 250 when the original access code heaven is $1.50. Um, Into the Abyss, I believe it's $1.50 as well. Those ones are great. The controls are not that good, though. I'm telling you, they're stiff. Um, don't always uh, respond. They're kind of unresponsive. Um, but it's well worth playing if you like Metroidvanias, and he does a great job with that. He has some other games under his belt as well. You might want to check those out. Um, I wouldn't say they're like the best. There is one, Samsara, I think it's called, where you actually play this little girl witch and she's trying to kick some butt, but it's pretty difficult. I was surprised at how hard it was. Um, but it's a really fun one too. And semi-Metroidvania, uh, not not that much though. Uh, so moving on, Isayich, it's uh, E-S-A-Y-I-T-C-H. I don't know if it's supposed to be said that way. It's a strange one. But it's all one word, so you know I'm trying to say it the way it looks like it's pronounced. Um, but uh, what was it? Oh yeah. But the game that <laughs> I think it's the only game that he has, or they have, uh, is Drink Beer and Neglect Family. It's almost like an Atari game because you have to climb ladders, you have to jump to different platforms, and it's all one screen. Um, but as you're playing, that's what. I mean, I guess the name already gives away what's screwed up about it is that. Uh, it's basically you're trying to uh, collect beers all around the level. They show up every time you get a new one. And you have these uh, different effects that can happen to you. You could be dizzy, which makes it so you can't climb a ladder. Or you could uh, get vomity, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy when it comes to that. But the worst part, the screwed up part, in fact, is that uh, you're basically drinking the beers to neglect your family. You're trying to skip over pictures of your wife and kids and uh, if the farther you get, the worse it uh, turns out for them. So it actually talks about what they did, you know, like your wife left you and uh, your son dropped out of uh, high school, you know, stuff like that. So it, it gets kind of dark and twisted. So that's why I'd say this is a screwed up one, but it's actually really fun to play. It's sort of uh, on the lower end on graphics. It's not bad. It just doesn't look uh, as amazing. I'd say it's kind of like Donkey Kong looking. I'd say that. That number one. Number one is my favorite. It's called We Like, and the 
developer is We Like Games, and they've made a whole series of these. Three games in the series so far. I was so freaking excited when I saw that they made a third one, but I became a dog. It's literally a story about becoming a dog. It's fun, it's cutesy, it's interesting, but then it starts taking a dark turn like a uh, soap opera almost. Like, you find out that there's a, a, a female dog who got blamed for the murder of these puppies uh, that it is actually, it was a uh, Pomeranian that actually did it and she got everybody framed for it and uh, now she's trying to take you out because you're trying to unravel the mystery and you, you're just trying to become a human again really but you get wrapped up into this whole thing in order to become human again and it's a really interesting story and kind of dark and the second one just gets even darker because you're uh, this guy that's uh, obsessed with this girl and you're trying to get her to turn into a dog after you already changed into one and it's just strange as heck and just out of nowhere kind of uh, story you know so it's really fun to play it's really cool looking actually the graphics aren't bad um, but I would say that the story is kind of out there so I, I would tread softly when playing this game um, and kind of know what you're getting into because it gets kind of twisted and dark like I said the third game in the series though isn't as bad and that was kind of a nice uh, surprise it was refreshing to have a little bit less darker of a story um, it still references the other two um, and it still has its own uh, dramatic story to it and that's really great too I, and I, I wouldn't mind having another dark one because they're they're really good and entertaining um, but that that third one is if you're thinking that the first two are a little too much for you I would say play the third an honorable mention here is uh, dumb ways to die series I mean they're cutesy they're funny it's very cartoonish but literally it's people dying <laughs> it's not actually people dying but yeah uh, they're like jelly bean looking things but yeah you, you sometimes see blood coming out other times it's like you know goo or, or jelly but yeah it's definitely even though it's done in a cartoony style it's definitely by the name itself is dumb ways to die so yeah people are dying <laughs> and so like it's just a fun thing of mini games there's all kinds of them I love them all actually uh, there's Dumb Ways to Die 1 through 3, which is lots of different mini-games to play that's kind of hard, kind of like a WarioWare game. Um, then there's Dumb Ways to Draw, which is you have to, you know, draw stuff on screen to make it so maybe someone doesn't die or catches something or things like that. And then lastly, is Dumb Ways to Dash. It's uh, basically an endless runner type of thing, a little freemium in there too. So yeah, uh, you know, I'd say check them all out anyways because they're actually really fun. Um, a dishonorable mention though is Dropsy. I know there's a lot of people that love this game. I think it was a good game. Um, it's really sweet and stuff like that even if it looks really screwed up. <laughs> um, and it's still worth playing I'd say but for the price I don't know if it's gone down since then um, but when I bought it it was $9.99 and it's not that long for the price as well as there's not a lot going on for the price and the ending of the story is kind of disappointing. It's like one of those super duper happy endings, um, but you do feel happy for Dropsy that he gets a happy ending because, you know, he, he deserves it from what he goes through before that. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit screwed up, a little bit, it, it feels more screwed up just by the look of it. It's great pixel graphics, very detailed, feels very much like those old point and click adventures on, you know, from the 90s. Um, but it also does have that logic, so you're going to have to wrestle with that as well. Um, but it's a great game. It's just the screwed up part is more like just the fact that he looks like a creepy clown 
and he's wanting to, you know, be a sweetheart, so everybody's scared of him, though, you know, and there is some other adult uh, themes to it, I'll say that, but it's not that bad. Um, it's just, the only reason why I put it in Dishonorable is not because it's a bad game, just because it costs a lot of money for not a lot back, you know? So, alright, well, hopefully you liked all that. That was uh, five games and a couple of honorable mentions for you of just games that are really weird and screwed up. They're just out of nowhere kind of thing. So, uh, to get buried alive, like and subscribe and get notified to be revived next time. Die, everybody. Bye.